Hey, this is Taylor Elder. Thank you for tuning in to Working and Living While Black, a show that explores life as a black woman in the workplace. You can catch the show every week right here. Today I have my uh, supervisor. She's actually an individual who's really guiding me through my new podcast. Uh, she is a host for her own podcast, Whole Heart with Monica C. Gid- Gidry. Uh, and hi, Monica. How are you today? Hi, Taylor. You're doing so good. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> awesome. Um, I'm so excited to have you on here. Um, I have learned a lot from you um, from the first you know, few weeks that we've really been talking. So I really wanted to learn about your experience in podcasts and media and how that also affects, you know, the intersectionalities that you have in your life. Sure. I can't wait to talk to you about it. (laughs) And hopefully I can answer the questions as best as I can um, and uh, give you all of the tools and the nuggets that you need for this particular episode. I appreciate that. Um, So what inspired you to get into media, get into podcasts? So I've always wanted to be like on television or or, or let me back up. I I used to think that I was going to be like the next Whitney Houston. I wanted to be a singer. And so from that, it just led to like, man, I want to, I want to have a Grammy. I want to be on TV, like all these like, you know, grandiose things as a kid when you're growing up. And then I kind of just stumbled upon it actually um, after having kids and, and, you know, getting my husband through college and just sitting back thinking, okay, now what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And um, a radio ad came on television about a broadcast broadcasting school and an opportunity here in the city. And I was like, you know what? Let me let me try my hand at this. So I went to broadcasting school, graduated top of my class, um, interned at WBNS, and uh, thought that I wanted to be a news reporter. But quickly found out that they didn't make enough money for me to mm-hmm. be standing out in the cold at or rain or having bullets flying over my head. Uh, during standoffs, which actually happened while I was interning. Oh, wow. And that's another story for itself. So I, I quickly decided, you know, um, I need to try to create my own path here. And that's exactly what I did. I, I um, created a television show. I had a short stint on television. And um, from there was, um, had a, was a TV host for TBN, Trinity Broadcasting Network. And then I went into local radio and now I'm here doing podcasting. That's great. And for our listeners, um, what is your podcast about? What do you talk about? So my pack, podcast is for women, uh, specifically moms and wives, stay-at-home moms, um, grandmothers who um, have buried themselves or their identity under the titles of mom or wife. And they're just kind of in the phase of self-discovery trying to figure out who they are, what they're passionate about. And so I help people, um, those women unlock those passions. Um, We talk a lot about inner healing and just getting their zest back for life. I love love the part where you talk about unlocking yourself. And I think that's one reason why I reached out to you, um, knowing that you are a Black woman in Mm -hmm. media and podcasts, but also that your podcast is specific for women. I really thought that like overlapped with what I was trying to learn about. Mm -hmm. Um, So I am excited to learn more about um, throughout the next few weeks, like what that looks like in your world, but then also um, how that also reflects in your personal world as well. Mm -hmm. Um, do you, 
my podcast talks about, you know, discrimination in the workplace. And I know that your might not be a nine to five, but I'm sure there are certain things that you might see just mm -hmm. in the field. Um, do you see discrimination in the field or is there, have you had experience yourself? I've, <clears throat> I've personally not had one-on-one um, -on -one experiences with, with racism or systematic racism. However, in this field of broadcast or in being on television in itself, it is, um, it's, it's very image driven. Um, and so being a black woman, you have to kind of look at things like, okay, what does my hair look like? Am I too dark? You know, will people think that because I am my complexion that I have, um, an angry black woman syndrome, or if mm -hmm. I get too loud about, or too opinionated. So there are those types of things that, um, have not, I've not personally come in contact with, but those are always things in the back of my mind and things that I have heard other women in this field have gone through that are, have actually, um, are actually in connection with people on a daily, because what I do is a pretty much solo. I don't have those types of, you know, daily interactions with people. That definitely makes sense. I think the image, I definitely feel that a lot of people do relate to that, having to, um, having this idea that I have to look a certain way, that I have to sound a certain way. Uh, do you see yourself code switching at any point in your podcast or just in life? Um, there have been times <clears throat> early on in the podcast or not just in my podcast, but when I've been interviewed about my podcast. And so if they're they were a white interviewer, I would match, you know, match tone, match energy, that kind of thing. Um, and yes, it's considered as code switching because it's definitely not how I talk to my girlfriends for sure, or to you when I'm talking to you and I'm, you know, my hair is let down. Um, so absolutely. I've, I've, I find, I found myself doing that and, and every now and again, I'll, I'll, I'll do it, you know, for whatever reason, it's almost like a default button. It's like, okay, oh, let me turn this on, you know. <laughs> I definitely understand. Like, I feel that I have, I feel like part of my life and part of this project is getting outside of that code switching. Um, mm -hmm. Especially if you are at a nine to five or just walking down the street, if you're in a neighborhood that might not look the same as you mm -hmm. as a black woman, there's this expectation that I have to now assimilate to yeah. the culture around me. Um, interesting about that you know when you're talking about the neighborhood in your community um, I am the my neighborhood's uh, president community association president and so on that committee I am the only black person there um, and, and of my age so they're all you know older white women or white men I think there's one Jewish woman on there and then there's me mm -hmm. and so when they voted me in or you know put me on the ballot to be voted in. I was pretty shocked by that. Um, but I feel very comfortable, more comfortable being myself in my community because I've not been anything else. So this is all they know. So I don't have to put on to be anything else. And I think that's important too. It's almost like when people don't know you, you feel like you have to kind of match what they're presenting so that they, so that they can accept you. Mm-hmm. I feel like that that a lot of times is what happens. But again, just back to your point with the community being here and being like over something and they're predominantly white people. Um, I've not had to, I've not had to do that, which is, is I just, I think that's pretty interesting. 
Yeah, that's amazing. Do you think then it's better to just come as your full self and allow others just to kind of accept it or move yes. away or move Absolutely. past it? Absolutely, Taylor. Yes, I do. It's the yeah. only way. Yeah. I feel like even someone who's younger in the, just in my career, younger in usual settings, um, there is this sense of like, I do hope that I can just be more comfortable with being my true self. But at other times there's this, I feel like there's still this unwritten expectation that I have to also be someone else. So navigating that at an early Mm -hmm. age is really hard. Um, Did you feel like you had that difficulty? Navigating? I would say in, um, in, at your age, yes. Yeah. I think we all do because we're, we're, we're still at that age, you're in self-discovery mode. Like, so everything is, you know, discovering, like, do I like this? Do I like this? Is that better? Should I do that? You know, you're everything. It's like a perpetual cycle of what am I doing? You know, and figuring those things out and walking through it. So absolutely at your age, yes. Yes. It wasn't until I got, I would say, into my mid-30s when I just, I hate to use this term, but for lack of a better expression, I just stopped caring. <laughs> I was just like, you know what? You know, these people are going to not like me regardless. These people are going to love me regardless. So let me just go ahead and be who I am because this is less energy that I have to express just being myself. Mm-hmm. All right. I think that ties so well to the whole point of your podcast with allowing people to unlock like who they truly are. Um, what do you hope that, you know, when you look back at your podcast and um, hopefully it, you know, goes on for a while, um, what do you hope that you're, that, how do you hope to use your platform? Uh, you know, that's such a, oh wow. I would hope that my platform has done exactly what what it says that it's supposed to do, which is to help people discover their dreams, um, find out what their purpose is, and live a life of joy. You know, it's called whole heart for a reason. Whole wholeness meaning nothing missing, nothing broken. Like it's a complete thing. And um, we know that everything flows out of our hearts. You know, all of our issues, all of the hate, all of the love, all of the sorrow, everything, it just all flows out from here. And I just feel like that a, a, a joyful heart is a heart that's full of joy, right? It's a heart that's that's complete and whole. So my my hope would be that when people tune in, that first of all that they 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 hear me and find a sense of friendship um, and connectivity, and that they say to themselves, you know what, I, I want to find out what I'm passionate about. Let mm-hmm. me go and do something different that I've never done before and discover what exactly it is that I want to do and do it. So that's it. You know, that's amazing. Show. And I feel like I get, I get this lucky um, extra time with you. So I get to talk about that. You're helping me unlock my whole uh, yeah. passion and just interest. So I do appreciate you um, sharing those nuggets of wisdom. I also appreciate you um, coming on to the show today. Yeah, awesome. uh, <laughs> I'm, really excited, I'm excited to continue these conversations and Uh, letting it be just nuggets of experiences from other people. Um, And I just want to say thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you.